Abortion and the Church, a document of Evangel Presbytery. Chapter 2, Abortion's Assault Upon God's Character and Law. Section 6C, Dealing with Common Justifications for Abortion, Clinical Callousness. Before we move on, we want to give one pastoral caution concerning the medical professionals who care for us. Babies and pregnancy are the times of greatest vulnerability for mothers and also fathers to some lesser extent. For this reason, when a physician or other medical authority, and yes, they are authorities, warns us we should consider aborting our child, it shakes us to our core. Sometimes the suggestion arises from a problematic ultrasound showing the little one might have this or that anomaly, indicating some potentially serious genetic disorder. Other times, it arises from a serious diagnosis of the mother herself made during her pregnancy, which requires a treatment that could harm or kill the baby in her womb, as in the examples mentioned above. Regardless of the reason for the suggestion or recommendation, The simple fact is that your professional healer has just suggested or recommended to you that you kill your child. Don't let the clinical tone of the suggestion throw you off guard, leaving you in shock so that you fail to react with the horror which you ought properly to feel and express. Prepare yourself beforehand so the medical professionals who normally serve us so well can have our help restoring their lost or attenuated instinct to protect mother's loving solicitude towards their little ones, as well as the little ones themselves. Something like this might be said. What did you say? Did you really just suggest to me that I kill my child? Is my child not your patient also? Surely you weren't serious, were you? Are you so afraid of a malpractice suit that you've taken to saying such things? I'm so sorry for you. Go ahead and tell me what we can do about this problem, but don't you dare ever, even, in the slightest way, suggest any solution to our problems that involves the death of the little one we both want to bring to term and deliver. Something along those lines will be sufficient. And yes, it really will be helpful to many physicians who are only making the suggestion because it's a standard of practice. And not doing so can make them liable to a lawsuit if the child ends up being born with some congenital anomaly, or if carrying the little one to term contributes to the mother's death. Even if your physician reacts by sending you to another OB-GYN, Rejoice that the Lord might have used you to reawaken her or his conscience in time. Our social media generation needs to be reminded there are many things more horrible than relational or conversational awkwardness or shame or personally pronounced moral judgments. Also remember 
that medical professionals are very limited in their knowledge, let alone ability, to predict the future. If we hear the whistle of an artillery shell coming our way and are staring at mayhem all around us from previous shells that have rained down near us, it would be foolish not to take cover. But this is a far cry from reading an ultrasound and crying wolf. Medical standards of practice might require a warning, but even as pastors, we can all recount times our sheep have come to us terror-stricken by the possible prognosis their ob just gave them, going on to suggest they consider terminating their pregnancy, after which it turned out to be a false alarm. Doctors might be required to give false alarms, but we are the children of the great physician, for whom nothing is impossible. Walking by faith includes pregnancy and childbirth. God loves our little ones more than we could ever love them. So even while they're still in the womb, practice entrusting them to Him. Savior, come by.